0: Crazy and intense environment where you see things every day that a regular person doesn't see once in their entire lifetime. Do you feel burned out, unappreciated, like there's no one you can talk to about the things you are struggling with? Well, you are not alone. This week I sat down with a bunch of real professionals with real stories in emergency medicine and we just chatted. We talked about the stories that we have struggled with, um, advice that we have for our fellow people working in emergency medicine. And I'm going to share one of those stories with you today. Um, One of the people that I sat down with is Kiera. She has been a nurse for seven years. And she shares a couple of great stories. Uh, One is when she was a brand new nurse. And one is after she had some experience. And I think that they are just really, really cool stories to learn from and to help you feel like you're not alone. My goal with this new podcast format is to help uplift, encourage, and educate you and help you not just survive working in emergency medicine, but also to thrive working in emergency medicine. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy this little preview of the longer conversation that we're going to start releasing um, starting December 10th, Um, but I want to give you guys just a little uh, brief glimpse into some of the conversations we are having, and I think you'll really find it valuable. And of course, just keep in mind that everything you hear today is opinion only and it does not represent any organizations or companies that any of us have been working for or are affiliated with. The stories um, that you hear have been modified to protect patient privacy, so any resemblance to real individuals is coincidental. Um, This is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice or used to diagnose any medical or health care conditions.
1: Two stories come to mind for me, and it's kind of like um, I really believe there are times when you are, like you were kind of saying, totally meant to be in the right place at the right time, and I think there are other times that are, like, truly divine when you just get that sense of, like, what you're supposed to do without even knowing what it really is going to look like. Um, But then also when you go into, like, the medical field, especially emergency, like, you're such a learner all the time. Like you never stop learning. Absolutely. And it's so intimidating initially. <laughs> and I think, you know, as a new ER nurse, I was so nervous <laughs> to like put a blood pressure cuff on a patient too aggressively. <laughs> like you know, you just you, you don't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like you <laughs> just don't know what you're doing yet, and you're just trying to get your feet under you. Um, but I think a good piece of advice that I was given is just like to constantly stay humble and to always want to be a learner. Um, because there's always going to be something that you don't know how to deal with. But um, I was, like, maybe a nurse for a year and a half, so very new still. (coughs) And they asked me to come up to intake to discharge a patient. And I go out there, and I'm discharging them. And the security officers run in from um, the parking lot, and they're like, help, help, we need help. Help. And I look around, and there's Fuck. nobody but me and, <laughs> and one of the um, EMTs. However, this happens a lot. Like, you know, they're not medical. They don't know. Some family member rolls up, like, panicking. They're like, oh, it's an emergency. It's not. So we are <laughs> we're kind of, like, waltzing out there, like, oh, we'll see if this is really anything. And there's this car parked there, and we'll call the patient 40-year-old Susan. Um, Freaking Susan! Freaking Susan! <laughs> and she's in the passenger seat, and her son had driven her, and he's outside of the car, and he's like, "Please help my mom! Like something's wrong. I don't know what's going on." So, myself and the EMT walk over <laughs> to the passenger side, and she's still sitting there, seatbelts buckled, and her eyes are really wide. And I was like, "Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am," and she turns her head, and she. <gasps> looks at me and and dies and just right in front of me I was like what hello did she just leave this earth (laughs) and it was dark out and there's so much going on and I just kind of had like this moment where time slowed down like probably only five seconds but it felt like an eternity and I was like Kira what are you doing I don't know and so I just ever so slightly put my hand (laughs) up to her (laughs) neck and I was like Nope. Nope. Chest is. And I was like, turned to my EMT. I was like, we don't even have time for a stretcher. They had a wheelchair right there. I was like, we have to get her in the wheelchair right now. Call charge. Like we're coming. We get this patient into the wheelchair. It's just a whole cluster We're, I'm pushing her in the wheelchair running in. I mean, her son's running with us. It's a total panic. I'm like my heart's beating a million <laughs> times a minute and we're running towards the doors to get into the ER and like a movie, there's some little kid like dawdling around <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like about to run him down. Like a chicken. Yes, it <laughs> and, and his mom like grabs him out of the way at the last second and I run over my EMT's foot and I'm like <laughs> I'm so sorry she's like, Just go
0: Go with so me.
1: We're running down to the trauma bay or the resuscitation bay and um the one that I thought we were going to go to was dirty, I guess, and I didn't know. And so at the very last minute, the charger's is like, stop, stop, this room. I slam on the brakes. Oh, I no. thought I was going to catapult this lady oh, right out of the wheelchair. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't. And we throw her on the bed. We do, like, a couple rounds of um, ACLS, and we get her back and it was just I mean I was in the corner like I was so I was pouring sweat I was like I, I just had like an out of body experience <laughs> um and that to me was really like the first time that I felt like okay this is emergency medicine mm, like this yeah. is crazy like you just don't know what's gonna literally roll into the door um
0: did you tell her to stop it? That usually works. Can you stop that?
1: <laughs> 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 I know, honestly. Well, it's
0: true that so we do a lot of non-emergent medicine yeah, for a lot yeah. of the oh, yes, day, <laughs> But your point about the next patient could be that patient. Yes, Every yeah. single next patient is potentially that patient.
1: And I think you just, you you know, I, w- I didn't know a lot because I was so new. But I knew enough to be like, okay. And you just kind of kick in. But then as you grow, you know, you Gain knowledge, you gain experience. You um, create the ability to remain calm. And so, fast forward like several years, and um, we have this really busy night, and we literally had like no rooms available. Huge waiting room. Ambulance traffic was crazy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. Job <laughs> security, <welcome. laughs> <Jump> straight. <laughs> Damn straight. Nice. And I was um, the role of the flow nurse, which is like. You are taking the patches and rooming patients throughout the department. And the techs up front call me. They're like, hey, we have this guy. Um, we'll call him 65-year-old Don. <laughs> yeah. And you are like, <laughs> um, he looks really bad. Um, he's an AFib RVR. We need a bed. And I was like, I literally have one bed that I was going to use for this ambulance, but I guess we can take it. I was like, it's dirty. I'm going to clean it right now. The nurse in that assignment was with a really sick patient so I was like I guess I'll just check him in and um, I go in and this other nurse sees me and uh, I said why don't you? they kind of start grabbing the crash cart. I was like yeah just bring it I feel like this is going to be weird so get this guy into the bed his wife is with him and he just looks terrible he's really diaphoretic and this other nurse says I'm going to step out and grab something. I was like, okay. <laughs> take and your take your time. Yeah. And again, it was just kind of one of those things I had just gotten his shirt off and I was about to start an IV, and I just had this sense and I'm a Christian too. I it was like the Holy Spirit. I was like, I need to put this guy on the pads. Like I just I know I have to put him on the pads like he's about to code and I don't know why but he is.
0: Edison medicine. Sorry, bud.
1: Yeah. That's and right. so and so I just ever so calmly Walk over, and I put him on the, and I get the first one on, <laughs> and I'm taking the back off the second one, and his wife's just sitting in the corner, <laughs> you know, <laughs> minding her own business, and I and I'm about to put the second one on, and he goes, <gasps> I mean, it's what is this? It's like the same thing, <laughs> <laughs> and he, <laughs> <laughs> he takes this really big breath, and he goes, "Whoa, I feel really dizzy." I'm like, "Great, all no. your <laughs> blood's <laughs> leaving your brain," <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. and then he just. Closes his eyes and drops back. And I get the second pad on, and it's starting to read, and I don't have a pulse. And right then, the other nurse comes moseying back mm-hmm. in. He feels, he looks at me checking the pulse, and I just whisper, I was like start compressions
0: right
1: now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we drop the bed, we press the code blue. He does, like, you know, just a couple of compressions, and it's VTAC on the monitor. Yeah. And, um, And I just shocked him. And I said, get back on the chest. And, you know, the wife is so stunned. Like, what is actually happening? And so shock him. He gets back on the chest. And, like, four compressions in. The guy (gasps) pops up, throws him off, sits right up. And by then, um, all, like, the ER doc, everybody comes running in. They're like, what's going on? And I was like, "Uh, he went into VTAC, he coded, I shocked him and he's back. (laughs) 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 Fixed it. Yeah. Go (laughs) go put in some orders. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so wild. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. And it just, it all flowed so, so well. And, um, you know, we never had to intubate him or anything. Obviously he stayed in the hospital, but before I left him, um, Obviously, his wife was like floored by it as well, and he. We were trying to explain to him what happened. Cause he's like, "What happened to me?" I'm like, "Oh, you died for a second. <laughs> 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 yeah, and it was just really powerful. And he, um, he grabbed my hand before I left, and he was like, "You are meant to do this. Like, don't ever stop." And he was like, yeah. "You saved my life today." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, it's <laughs> just like you're saying that doesn't happen very often, but that situation i was like if every other situation wasn't anything special that was worth it like all of these years to save his life in front of his wife and like for their future and their children and anyways so yeah it's pretty pretty wild
0: yeah that's awesome all right guys i hope that you found this episode valuable today if it resonated with you encouraged you or just helped you not feel so alone in some of the things that you've seen in emergency medicine. Um, It would help me out a ton if you could go and subscribe to the show um, and give a five-star rating and review. That will help a ton. I don't make any money to produce this podcast, and it does cost money to do that. So if you can support the show by doing that, That would be amazing. Um, If you go to practicalems.com, you can join the free email list so that you can get notified every time we have a new episode dropping. And I hope you guys enjoyed just this brief um, conversation today. um, The full release